It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clark Show. Thanks again, as always, for coming along for the ride. You can get every episode. If you're not caught up, 300 plus, head over to jlnkshow.com. On the podcast today, we're going to find out how to have a better sex life through seven simple steps. We're going to talk about a new flavor of potato chip that is targeting the millennials. Oh. The millennials who can't get laid. We have a chip for you. (laughs) Oh, chips for virgins. We're going to talk about an OnlyFans star who saved a man's life. A woman has found a job. Men pay her to rate their penises. We'll find out how your penis matches your personality. And then the most incredibly disgusting story. We'll wrap up the podcast today. It is rough but let's begin with this guy's video this man was on a plane and the intercom system on the plane was hacked not by somebody on the plane someone somewhere had gained access to the uh, to the microphone in the plane this guy calls it the weirdest flight ever this is the one that the pilot comes over and speaks on right yep so wanna, I'll just give you the audio of this is this guy's video. And you tell me what the hacker is doing here. Someone on this flight seems to have broken into the intercom system and continues to make a sound that is somewhere between an orgasm and vomiting. Ladies and gentlemen, we realize there is an extremely irritating sound coming over the public announcement. The flight deck is trying to troubleshoot, trying to turn it off, so please be patient with us. We know this is a very odd anomaly and none of us are enjoying it, so we do appreciate your attention just for a few more moments so we figure out how to turn it off. Thank you. For the duration of a flight, the man moaned the entire time. <laughs> Who is having a puke yank? <laughs> it was a six-hour flight, by the way, that this was going on. <laughs> All right, that's not puking right there. That's something else. (laughs) They have no rhyme, reason, no explanation as to why this happened, and they don't know how to fix it. Hey, is there anything more unsensual in this earth than a man moaning? I don't care if he's glad, sad, or mad. A moaning man is not a good thing ever. All right, let's take a look at how to... You want a better sex life? Well, of course you do. Everybody does. So how do you go about having a better sex life? Well, according to this sex and relationship expert, it's easy. There are seven simple steps that you can take for a better sex life. All right, let's begin. Number one, try with somebody else. Hey. Not always. The first thing is practice being mindfully aware. 
I don't know what that means. You can do this by taking about two minutes to focus your senses, either just one or all of them. It's a perfect exercise to do in the morning. Oh, so that's like not thinking about anything else. Like, you know, I got uh, potatoes boiling or whatever you would do. Oh, just thinking about sex? Yeah, like, really like, focus on it? Like you're there, like you're here. Oh, I got that locked down. Yeah. Oh, I totally got that down. Yeah. Hey, when I'm doing that, I'm incapable of thinking about anything else. Sometimes it's all-consuming. <laughs> Build your self-confidence. You pick three things you like about yourself and repeat them out loud to yourself throughout the day. You're funny. That's like one of those Matt Foley affirmation things. Yeah. Or Stuart Smalley. Right. The next thing you know, you'll be beating it in a van <laughs> down by the river. I'm funny. I have a lot to offer. And when people say thing. that, they never follow it up with what they have to offer. I was waiting. What do you have to offer? I have much to offer. Well, I don't know. What do you have well, to offer? Pe- people say that all the time. I have a lot to offer. Okay, what do you have to offer? Put your goods on the table. What do you got? Uh, I mean, I'm a good listener. Okay. Uh, I, I, I can, uh, I'm a warm body to snuggle with. Okay. okay. As it turns out, not much. Okay. Let yourself I, fantasize. I, I'm, good. I'm good for at least half of an actual adult's income. The uh, sex bird would like you to know that your brain is the largest sex organ. Okay. Obviously said by someone who's never seen my penis, Warren. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can wrap around my brain twice, fuckers. My brain is small as hell. Uh, they say uh, the brain is the largest sex organ, and fantasizing can be done literally anywhere. It can be done in the morning when you first wake up, and will you ha- lay your head down on that pillow before you get a good night's sleep, or it could be on the bus next to a stranger. doesn't matter. Anybody <laughs> can be fantasizing anywhere, anytime. Identify yourself on the the bus next to a stranger. Hello, stranger. On the other hand, though, if you were on a bus, that'd be the best place to think about something other than riding on a fucking bus. You're not a mind reader, are you? Okay, good, 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 good. All right. Yeah, we're cool, cool, cool. Identify something you want more in your life that feels sexy to you. It could be flirting more, making out more. The answer's pussy, Gene. Uh, physical touch doesn't matter what it is if it's something that you want more of you need to think about it okay figure out what it is and go from there practice something you want to say to a partner uh oh nope Mm-mm. practice something you want to say to a partner that can make intimacy and sex even better for you you begin a statement with, I love it when we, or it would turn me on so much. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> you fall for that trap one time, never no again. Way. No, you keep those thoughts to yourself. You know what would turn me on? I'm not, I'll never say something like that. No. Hey, because, I mean, one, you put yourself out there that you want X or whatever this variable is, but two, there's what? also a chance she's going to look at you and be like, I don't think so. What? What's the worst thing you could possibly hear when you put yourself out there like this? You know... You know what would turn me on? Ew! And then you you say what it is, and she looks at you and goes, gross. Where she's like, oh my god. Gross. You fucking weirdo. Or she says something like, I did it before, I didn't care much for it. Maybe I can get a chance to see if I don't care for it, too. Maybe I'm better. <laughs> oh, they say... Uh, Maybe it won't hurt that bad this time. You want a seven steps to a better sex life, wear your sexiest underwear. Put on a sexy song or do a sexy dance for yourself. That's not obviously going to be a thing. Wait, you yourself do a dance for yourself? Yep, do it when no one else is around. You're only performing for yourself. You can do whatever feels sexy to you. 
All right. I mean, I can understand that. Oh, here we go. Seven steps to a better sex life. Prioritize self-pleasure. Oh, oh, believe me. Yeah, yeah that's been first-class mail for a very long yeah. time. I don't understand how much more <laughs> off the list to get. Prioritize. Hey, hey, most days, that's above even food. <laughs> it could be a quick solo session or as drawn out as you want it to be. Just make sure that you are use entire focus. Okay. Yeah, generally, I'm not thinking about other things, I'm, but I'm having, having the alone time. All right, a company has launched a brand new potato chip so millennials can feel like they're getting laid more. What is it like, uh, what, lime? A chip company. Salt, lemon pepper. A chip company says that they cater to sex-starved 30-somethings with a brand new flavor that tastes like... Vagina. <laughs> Some rough days at the lab. Hey, uh, Skip, come on over here. Taste <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> what is this? Is this, is this? Is this a hair on this one? Is this prostitute? Is that what this is? <laughs> they say after tasting it, you'll remember your wildest love adventures, your real first love, hey, and maybe the... even lose your oral virginity. They say. Why would you fucking want that? Dubbed pussy flavored potato chips, the creations are inspired uh, by the generation wide sex drought among millennials. Huh. According to several hey, past years, which is sadder, just being sad that you're not getting laid, or somebody is watch you eating pussy chips. You're like, compensating sh- 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 by eating up. vagina chips. Just shut up and let me enjoy my snack. According to the past several years of research, data around the world shows that millennials are having three times less sex than their parents did at the same age. Well, yeah, because we have the internet and other stuff to do. Parents, all they had to do was have sex. It is unbelievable that someone is choosing social media instead of live communication, dating, and real sex, according to the expert. They do say that millennials have better, freakier sex than previous generations. Yeah, how would mom and dad have even found out about eating ass? They say these chips, uh, the chip company, it's called Chaz, wants to replicate sex in snack form for millennials like the X-rated version of Willy Wonka's three-course dinner chewing gum. That's hilarious. Oh, shit. Hey, these chips, $9 a bag. Oh, no, and then they say, lose your virginity with Chaz. So are they also going to make, like, dick-flavored chips? I don't think anybody wants that. <laughs> Ain't nobody ever said, ooh, it tastes like dick. It's delicious. <laughs> Jim Dick. Hey, not even, not, even, not even dicks say that. A 2D chip uh, selected... Uh, oh, they selected the five bravest and most experienced team members, boys and girls... To send them on individual missions to gather the most private part flavors. At the same time, other colleagues were hey, going a, through what a wild fucking day at work. This is for that company. I need you to go. Uh, yeah, they had uh, clean up off with this. At the same time, other colleagues were googling in forums, comments, and found dozens of opinions from different countries. What exactly vagina taste associates with? After summing up all the results, agreeing to all the essential sensations of this taste, and additional notes. We formed a task and sent it to three huge EU manufacturers for spices. They whittled it down to dozens of different samples to the best approximation of the flavor of vagina. <laughs> and they say what they've got now reflects this taste as close as possible. Whoa. 
Hey, what you do is you just open up a bag and just let it sit there for a minute. See if everybody's like... See if anybody even notices. Yeah. At nine bucks a bag. All right. On the other side with the other folks, an OnlyFans subscriber almost died. But thanks to his OnlyFans star, she saved his life. Her name is Belle Grace. She Belle Grace pretty good? Uh, You know what? I haven't even looked. Uh, B-E-L-L-E-G-R-A-C-E, obviously. She is an OnlyFans model. She performs online. She has a medical background, and it came in handy. She noticed that a man she was interacting with had one testicle larger than the other. Hey, hey, she OnlyFans pretty great. She's a redhead. Yeah, she saw the guy's giblets, and she said, hey, that one giblet is bigger than the other giblet. You might want to have that looked at. The guy. <laughs> hey, that's what you want to hear from your old <laughs> right. chat. You're hot and heavy. She's like, what are your nuts is weird. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, you shut up. I, I'm weird. You're sitting there naked from the waist down with your dick in your hand, talking to a girl on the internet. She's like, your nuts are weird shaped. <laughs> hey, this is not the self-esteem kick I needed right at this moment in my life. <laughs> you got forced Whitaker balls. <laughs> Shannon Doherty balls. She said, hey, you need to go get that looked at. And he did. And guess what? She was right. He had a, an aggressive form of testicular cancer. Oh, wow. An aggressive one, huh? It was caught in the nick of time. The man is incredibly grateful. And I guess probably a subscriber of uh, Belle Grace's uh, OnlyFans page for the rest of his days. Hey, even if this happened, I'd still keep it quiet. I sure would. I'd be like, no, nothing happened. It was fine. It was fine. OnlyFans woman. Who has red hair, big titties? Yep, still get to uh, women. There's there's so many ways for women to make money on the internet. Uh, a Las Vegas OnlyFans star. Her name is Valentina uh, Belushi, Belisi, B E L L U C C I. She makes a living rating men's penises. Would you like to have your penis rated? No, no, no. sir. <laughs> What's that? What's that? Uh, was it Dan Patrick? Properly rated, underrated, overrated. This woman says she's doing dudes a favor uh, because she's helping men beat their penis anxieties. This, I think, is helpful if you think your dick is smaller than that. Like, if you watch a ton of porn and you're like, well, my dick's not 13 inches wide, then you could probably log on and be like, oh, it's normal. That's not that terrible. 13 inches wide? That's the size of an LP. (laughs) Wow. The Devastator. Las Vegas OnlyFans model is turning quite a profit by turning frowns upside down. How desensitized to penis is she, though? If you've seen this, you're like, I've seen 40,000 dicks today. Oh, she's like an expert. I can't even look at another dick. She's an expert on the ups and the downs and the lengths and the sizes of, well, dongs. She said, basically, men pay me to look at a picture of their dicks and tell them if it looks good. And mainly if it's big enough, says a 35-year-old OnlyFans model. Which is also kind of sad. You're like, we just compliment my genitals. She said uh, she's regularly inundated with saucy dick pic ratings requests from guys on Skype and OnlyFans. What does this run you? That's what I'm trying to find. A lot of men think the size is the only thing that matters, and a hot girl wouldn't want to have sex with them if their dick is too small, she says. The average length of the U.S. penis is 5.17 inches. Uh, Per a recent study, measurements across A6 Nation, researchers found that American men ranked as having the 59th biggest penis in the world. Oh, no. Hey, they 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 studied eighty six nations and they kind of shine it up for the American dudes by saying, "Yeah, you have the 59th biggest penis in the world." Which, conversely, 
You're saying, ah, you got to like the 23rd smallest dick. <laughs> but they shined it up by saying, it's 59th biggest. <laughs> I mean, I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, Ecuador. That's where you find the biggest cocks, Warren. Your search is over. A lot of fertile farm, uh, Ecuadorian farmland down there. The Ecuadorian dong is how big? Six inches. 6.95. Almost seven inches worth of dong there for you. Wow, that's two inches more average dong than we're packing. Oh, no, the Cambodians. Oh, no. I will call you Willow because they're coming up at 3.95 inches. Ooh. Wow, so there are three inches in change between the smallest dicks and the biggest ones? Yeah. Yeah, by the way, these are soft inches, by the way. That's not true. I'm going to say, wow, okay. <laughs> hey, wipe the smile off my fucking face. <laughs> hey, I went, ah, ha, ha, what? According to the OnlyFans model, endowment dimensions really don't mean a thing. I always tell men that dick size is like boob size. If you ask around, most men will tell you. Uh, most guys will tell you they like average C-cup breasts, maybe something slightly bigger. She added that size preference is subjective, by the way, noting that most folks have sexual taste for something satisfying over than something that is supersized. That's true. Now, what if it comes to personalities? Hopefully they're in for something average, not oversized. The uh, new study in New Mexico researchers have found that people with bigger penises are perceived to be what? Uh, Personality-wise? Bigger assholes. Outgoing and more attractive. Oh. The opposite is true with people with smaller members. First published in August of this year, the article recently went viral. Um... The study tested what first impression you're given about your personality, judging by your dick pic alone. Uh, says the doctor was uh, the unified lecture. Oh, the unidentified doctor known for posting viral science ex- explanations. Uh, she does it in lingerie and bikinis too. So she wants to get your attention visually while she stimulates your mind while she goes through scientific studies. You're not going to trick me into learning shit. They carried out personality tests with the aim of investigating what information is inferred from a picture of a penis with zero acquaintance to the person. Which means basically they just show you a dick and say, what do you think about this guy? He's probably outgoing, just like his penis is very outgoing away from his body. They determined that the correlation between a stranger's penis presentation and how they're perceived... Oh, presentation. So much of it's in presentation these days. Uh, 80% of the study participants were women, shown photos of 24 different dongs, various uh, varied girth, length, and pubic hair. After looking at the image, the participants were then asked to... Infer whether the owner was extroverted, good in bed, dependable, anxious, and other personality traits. You gotta look at a penis and wonder if that person's dependable. Well, I don't know. That penis doesn't look like he'd be counted on at all. Looks like he could put two meals on the table, but he doesn't look like he could put three meals Uh on the table. They found there exists an undeniable link between the size of your member and how one's character is perceived. Generally speaking, bigger dogs is seen as synonymous with extroversion, uh, while smaller penises are perceived as the opposite, apparently skinny penises. <laughs> I've never seen that word. I've never seen those words together no, before. That was a little jarring. No, what was it? Uh, what was that movie? Like William Forsythe, I think, was pulling out his pants. He was, look at my dick. Is this a thin dick? It's like a spaghetti string. I have no idea. 
Wow, Deuce Bigelow. Skinny penises, which are the, obviously the opposite of fat dongs. <laughs> Thin dong. Uh, skinny penises are given to neuroticism, while girthy penises are given to the extroverted. Hmm. By the way, those with girthy penises are open to new experiences, more sexually active. They're better in bed and more of a pleaser. Well, of course, you got a big race car, you got to get out there and let it eat. Uh, oh, they say long, long penises give off the same impressions. Okay, so whether you're whether you're tall or wide, mm. you give off the same impression. Medium-length penises don't signal any strong personality traits. You're just regular. <laughs> hey, you're vanilla. The opposite rule held true for pubic hair, which is less is more in terms of public perception. Having untrimmed pubic hair apparently gives off strong signals that you're introverted, disagreeable, careless. <laughs> <laughs> disagreeable? <laughs> He, oh, he's careless. Look at that. Well, it's just I mean, fucking running wild. I mean, it's like, it's like a house, though. If you keep your house untight, it's because you know no one's going to come by and see it. But if your house is always spruced up, it's because you're always expecting company. Yeah. Uh, this lady does say, I was impressed by how they acknowledge that penis size-based perceptions of masculinity are related to greater sexism and greater sexual narcissism. That's, you know, talking about the bigger dongs. Oh. Huh. All right. Skinny penis. That's a that's hilarious when you see those words two words together. It can, skinny penises. Hey, you can pick a lock. That's a hilarious name for a band. Yeah, we're an American folk duo. We're skinny penises. We're a skinny puppy tribute band. All right, here's a disgusting story that we'll wrap up with. This is bad. I don't know why. Um, it's never happened to me, but I think most of us could maybe feel this on the Trust Real show a couple of days ago. Yesterday, maybe today. I don't fucking remember. Well, we talked about doctors say it's not always good to be sleeping with your dog in bed because your dog's got germs and bacteria that and it could today. make you sick. That was today. Yeah. And people lost their shit. They're like, there's no way I'll take whatever and build I my immune my system. Dog. Yeah. There's no way I'm not letting my dog sleep in my bed. Well, maybe a woman by the name of Amanda was sent to the hospital because, well, she sleeps with her dog. She has a little chihuahua. Okay. Again, there's a mistake right there. But she's got one of those little tiny dogs. And that little tiny dog sleeps with her every night, and that little tiny dog put her into the hospital. The dog was suffering from stomach issues and was laying on her chest. Okay. Now you're going to think. The dog's on her chest. She's laying there. And the dog shit (laughs) into her mouth. (laughs) Dogs. Dogs, much like truck drivers, do occasionally get explosive diarrhea. And that's exactly what this chihuahua had. And the chihuahua shit the bed, and it ended up in her mouth. She woke up. Yeah, I I hope she woke up that instant. She said she woke up, uh, immediately threw up. Uh, Mouthwash, toothbrush, shower, you know the routine, what you would try to do to get, you know, dog diarrhea out of your mouth. The answer is anything. Meanwhile, the dog doesn't understand. I'm sorry. I don't know what I did. But later on, she started to feel like she herself had some sort of stomach discomfort. Oh, boy. Because obviously something's making the dog do that. Yeah. Whatever that something is, is now in your mouth. I caught diarrhea. (laughs) A few days later, she was in the hospital. This is fucking disgusting. She laid in the hospital for three days before they finally cleared up the infection and she was okay to go home. And everybody was okay. That dog is sleeping in the kennel now, I'm sure.
Hey, look at buddy, I got you a dog bed. You're gonna <laughs> fucking love it. And I bought you a cage. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of a worse. I mean, maybe beaten, being beaten awake, maybe, but this is still pretty bad. All right, JLK, and your bumps. Never mind. We'll cut that part out. Spaced out for a second. I forgot where we were. That's the part. <laughs> hey, that tends to happen when you got. You're thinking about diarrhea in your mouth. You know, unless you're German and that's yeah, your thing. Yeah, but for you the rest see it on of the us, internet, like tub girl. Hey, hey, Germans, I'll tell you this: for the rest of us, that shit is gross. Mm -hmm. That's bad news. All right, so there you got it. Thanks for checking out the podcast this week. Obviously, don't forget uh, a Tuesday. Every Tuesday, we got a brand new one. Uh, love having you along for the ride. You can stay up to date all things JLNK just by heading over to JLNKShow.com. And you know what? We'll see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.